Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Football Outside the Box podcast, where we discuss the past, present, and future of football. Uh, welcome back. Um, this is the second advancement topic of this podcast. Uh, first one being, what if there were unlimited subs? The second advancement topic we'll be discussing today is, what if football had an orange card in between a yellow and a red? Before we get into it even deeper, you know, how's the how's the international break treating you, Noah? Um, well, from an Arsenal perspective, I am quite pleased to see what has happened. But obviously, we have bad news in the fact that Saka got COVID, went back home from that. As well as the good news, which is Martinelli debut, Saliba debut, and goals for Pepe and Odegaard. So on that front, we celebrate. Yeah, you would rather Saka get. I mean, no, I, I don't wish COVID on anybody. Um, not a, not that it's a good thing, but you'd rather have him get COVID now rather than in the mix of things in the Premier League. He might not even miss a game. Whether he's hundred percent gonna be fit is a is a different matter. But you know, at least he won't miss a game. Most likely not. At least for COVID, so. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and you you don't have much to talk about on this front because you are from Jamaica. But um, for those who don't know, I am South Korean by nationality. Um, we've already confirmed our our place in the World Cup, but uh, the last two games of the qualifications was important because of the pots in the World Cup. So it's similar to you know, how the Champions League draw is done. Pot ones are, you know, obviously the, the best teams. Pot two is the second best. Pot three, third best. Pot four, the worst. Uh, I think we're ranked now like 25th or 26th, which means we'll, we'll be comfortably in pot three. Um, so fingers crossed, looking forward to the draw. So I'm sorry you don't have much to say about this front, um, Noah, but... You <laughs> yeah, know, Jamaica for- got knocked out. For the next World Cup, Jamaica might make it by default because first it's 48 teams and then um, America, Mexico, and Canada are are hosting the World Cup. So Jamaica might just be the best team left in the qualification round. (laughs) Well, we'd like to think so, but based on on this recent performance, it (laughs) doesn't look so. So we we have a lot of work to do, but Hopefully, we can turn it around for that next World Cup. Yeah, certainly. Um, still four years ahead left. Um, it'll be interesting to see the new look of the World Cup. Um, but enough of the international break and the World Cup talk. Uh, we can get into the topic today, which is what if uh, football incorporated an, an orange card? So I originally brought this up to Noah a few weeks back uh, when uh, I think a lot of you will remember when Martinelli got two yellows in a sequence, a very odd situation. So it was almost seen as two different yellows in a vacuum situation where uh, Martinelli pushed, I think it was Semedo maybe, or Johnny uh, from a throw, throw in. Um, and then once the throw in was, was done, he chased the guy and then he tackled him from the back to obviously stop the counterattack. 
but Michael Oliver, was, was that the referee for that game? I think so. Yeah. He viewed them as two different yellows and gave him a red card, and which really shifted the game. And, I mean, even before that foul, Arsenal were kind of holding on to that one goal lead. But after that red card, it was just full-on Wolves attacking Arsenal and Arsenal just trying to hold on to that that one goal lead. Um, so, it, as you can see, uh, I mean, we all know a red card is a very big swing in any game. And I was kind of bringing this up orange card concept in a sense that maybe we'll treat two yellows as an orange card and an orange card being not necessarily your sent off for the whole game but just like again we bring up hockey again but similar to hockey you have a 10 minute period where you have to go and sit down and you can come back in after the 10 minutes is done because uh we, we just rarely see two yellows leading up to a, a red card. It, it happens, but we know that the second yellows are judged a lot more leniently by the referees. Right. So that's, that's really what it comes down to. It's about allowing this. I don't want to say, say allow the, the play to, to flow in many occasions, but as you said, there's, there's just a lot to determine when you're looking at each individual incident. You know, there is, there are occasions where we look at some challenges and we say, "Boy, that could have, that that looks red because his studs were up," and those are black, more black and white kind of issues. In, you know, even recently we're watching Aston Villa versus versus Arsenal, and I had brought up to you the the Mings challenge on Saka. No, I don't think that was a red. I, I don't think it was at all because I think he got the ball first. But some may argue that the way he came in and followed through, that that sort of position or that the way his foot was positioned would be would, would be a red card, especially had he not gotten the ball. So I think in those, in those instances where it, it, it's almost a toss-up, then... It, it, it allows the referee more freedom of judgment, let's say, gives him more options as to, to making a call. But then we argue as well on the other side, is it dangerous to give the referee more options because it doesn't necessarily force him into a decision? Yeah. So my angle is two yellows leading to an orange. Your angle is between a yellow and a red. Uh, there should be an orange in terms of the danger or the intensity of the foul, which at the end of the day uh, leads to the concept that, you know, referees have, their their hands are almost tied right now before they have to give a red, you know, where whether if it's a dangerous foul or not, it, it's just such a, a, a game swinger that they're, their first instinct is, yeah, I, I'm not going to give it un unless it's 100% obvious that it sh he should go off. And even then, 100% a red card is different. It, it is subjective, you know. So, like you said, if you if we were to implement an orange card, in a sense that there is a, an orange card in between a yellow and a red for the intensity of the foul, yes, we'll see the same sort of discussions, 
that was at an orange. The same way we see it every almost every game discussions for was it actually a red or should this guy have been sent off? But because the referees are so reluctant to give out a red card, it almost hinders the game for me because we see players committing three, four, five times the same types of fouls, and yet they still don't get punished because it's either a yellow or a red. And that jump from a yellow to a red is too extreme. So in between those fouls, for my opinion, is that they're not getting punished appropriately. Yeah, I would agree because, as you said, each referee is different. They're going to judge each each action differently. We saw, for example, I hate to keep bringing up Arsenal refereeing incidents because I'm going to sound biased, but it's just the truth of the matter of what I'm seeing. I was watching the Man City game and Gabriel got booked twice, back to back, you know, one right after each other. And to be fair, I would say that, yes, in, in technicalities, that first, the, the second yellow was a yellow. Like, I think it was a black and white yellow because he stopped... He stopped Jesus from being able to run through. Um, even though I do think that the actual action that he did was questionable, I think that if you are going to call it a foul, it has to be called as a yellow. However, his first challenge wasn't... I would say that it was a yellow if you're looking at it as, okay, he that is, that's, it, that's the first yellow he's going to get in the match, so let's give it to him. I don't think that... I think had the had the incidents been swapped, had the black and white incident been first and he got the yellow for that and then the first yellow card actually happened after that, I don't think he would have gotten the yellow because the referee would have been aware of, oh, he just got booked. So I think it's harsh to send him off for that second play. So the fact that the refs are, they're judging it differently already, it's a given fact. Even you hear people say, even commentators will say, Oh, I don't think that that um that warrants a second yellow. So it's it's already in the back of their minds that they're they're gonna judge it differently. So, you know, when we're when we're implementing these types of things, we wanna solve our solve a problem essentially. We wanna know that this addition or this implementation is gonna serve some form of function or purpose that will that will add or make the game better. So is it that in, in this scenario, is, is difficult to, because we're still going to come across those things. But how do we, or how can this eradicate that sort of predisposed v- judgment on the, on the value of what, what the, the second yellow is, as opposed to, is, is this challenge a yellow? We need to look at each challenge individually. So how do we eradicate? How do we use this to eradicate that or to at least help it? Yeah. So what we're suggesting in terms of an orange card might not necessarily be the answer, like we always say in these advancement topics. And getting sent off for 10 minutes might not be the answer. But what we're trying to, like you said, eradicate with this is really take more of those gray areas out of the game and out of the hands of the referees. Uh, Because, yeah, like going back to the the Gabriel Man City example, I'm going to keep it as is. 
the, in the sequence that it happened. That second foul, I, I can say that I've seen it not given as a second yellow because, I mean, I, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but because it's going to lead to a red. And I, I agree that should have been a red, but again, we're just trying to, we're really looking to remove those inconsistencies with this. So if now we were to say, yes, every foul, this is an extreme example, but every foul you do is a yellow card now, no matter the, well, except for the, the instances where, you know, it's a, it's a dangerous studs up tackle where he needs to be sent off. But barring those fouls, every types of foul that you commit is a yellow card now, no matter where the, 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 the position of the field or, you know, what the types of foul was, except for the dangerous ones. If you get, if you say, yes, every foul is a yellow, then it, it really takes out like the pre, you know, I'm, I'm going to call it a bias because for the lack of a better word, but he's, they're not being treated fairly. That's the point. The first yellow and the second yellow in the current circumstances. Right. And we even see sometimes what I notice, um, especially recently, is today that the, these first yellow cards are also getting judged quite harshly because, as you say, we know that that first yellow means that you're cautioned and this could potentially turn into a red. And as we started off saying, we're not too sure that a second or yellow leading directly to a red after is necessarily the right judgment. This could be... This is a very harsh way of of looking at it you know um so having basically established uh, how what what would the best way to actually implement the orange card be and you know we've we've just gone over a few a few points um i think another another way we could look at it is i know we've we've brought up the sitting out for for a couple of minutes but what if what if when you're on the orange card, you're not allowed to foul beyond for the let's say the rest of the half or the rest of the match or for a for a certain amount of time? And if you do foul, that is when you're you're out for maybe not necessarily red card, you're out the whole game, but that is when you're you're going out for your call it essentially the power play in hockey. You're out for ten minutes or you're out for five minutes. The thing is, are there different ways to collect this orange card? Are we only collecting it beyond the yellow card? Do you have to go through a yellow card first to get an orange, or do you, or can you, or is it both ways? Can you get it through a yellow? Can you get it in its own individual challenge? Well, I think if you were to say an orange card is separate from a yellow card in a sense that you don't have to necessarily get two yellows for an orange, um, I just think that would create even more discussion points that is essentially putting more power into the referee's hands for me, because then that leaves up to the referee, not just two decisions, but three decisions to make or three choices, a yellow, an orange and a red. And like we said, for every referee, not just the referees, but every human, they're going to judge every situation differently. So we're never going to agree as a whole community on one decision and 
even though it might be the right decision, there's going to be always the minority that always going to disagree with whatever it was called. And you, you can ask me, do we need to really respect those minorities' opinions? Maybe not. But the point is that we're never going to be able to satisfy the whole community. So I, I don't think it's the right way to add more power to the referees. And that's how I view, you know, adding a different type of card in an orange for a different type of foul. Um, that's what I see. I think it, it would do more harm than good. Um, that's why I want to focus on just two yellows. I don't know if you have different opinions on that. Um, the thing is, with me, I, I definitely agree with you on the fact that giving more power to the referees is definitely dangerous or giving them more. I don't even want to say power. I want to say more options because then that gives more opportunity to mess up. Ideally, in an ideal world, we want totally black and white decisions from the rest. We want to eliminate as much gray area as possible. However, I think we also have to consider the level of harshness for the, from, from the player's perspective because they're in the game and these li- I know that like it's a, obviously it's a high-level competitive sport and they should be on their best on their best competitive level but in a in a scenario where these little inches or these little barely just missed the ball is is leading to you getting sent off the field and it's a and it's maybe even a cup final it's just so i find it quite harsh and i think we need to have some understanding as well from the player's perspective um and to also create that 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 level of consistency, because I think that with with the the current yellow card red card system, there's not enough consistency. Too many people are getting sent off for things that other people are not getting sent off for, and too many yellow cards are getting judged. They're not getting judged the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we both agree. Our main a point in the behind this idea is to gain more consistency between we're just focusing on the card situations for now but i mean we could go on and on if you wanted to discuss the inconsistencies between decisions but at least when it comes to cards because that's that's what really affects the game the most you know right now if you're on a yellow or not just right now but in the game as a whole if you're on a yellow you're obviously going to be less and more restricted in terms of what you can do in a game and it's not fair that uh, one player gets judged differently um, from the other referee uh, in a different game judges differently or uh, for the second yellow in the case of second yellow um, even though those those are same types of fouls one player gets a yellow the other player gets away with it because he's on a yellow already i mean i just feel like that kind of defeats the purpose of two yellows leading to a, a red card um, it's almost hindering that rule being used because the punishment is so harsh. I, I get it. Um, like, if we were to say, you know, those little fouls and niggles are all yellows now, it, it's obviously going to take some time to get used to for the players. And we're not saying just, you know, that that is an extreme case. But 
we would like a threshold in terms of what is a yellow and be a, that and have that be applied consistently throughout the game, not depending on the situation or how many cards he's on, how many players are on a yellow and all that stuff. We're trying to take all that thing out. And like you said, put everything in a vacuum situation and look at things differently. Right. So if there is even a way to, like you say, eliminate all those external factors in, in the judgment, that's obviously ideal. We would want to essentially, because I also think that restricting the options for the refs also makes it difficult, you know, because imagine yourself in a situation where, oh, you can only you can only call this or this. Maybe he really wants to call something in the middle. And if he had the option, it would be a much easier decision. You know, it's like if you go to the store and you want vanilla ice cream, but there's only chocolate and coffee ice cream or whatever. You really want to pick vanilla, but you only have two options to pick from. So, sorry. So, maybe the refs feel the same way, but it's about creating the black and white within those options. So, each, I think each option has to be, has to be developed to be more black and white decision-making options rather than create a gray area, a gray area, and a gray area. That's just going to fog it up more. But if we can create... Because right now I would say that it's it's gray, but there's less options, so that's better. Creating more gray options would fog it up, but having m- maybe one or two more black and white options, I think that could that could clear it up for the for the refs for the people. I'm not saying it's gonna be perfect either. Of course, we're still gonna have you know moments where the ref is has made a call and the public is gonna get upset. My whole take on that now is a whole different one, which we won't get into, but I feel that the refs should come on and do their interviews and explain to the people why they've made the cars that they've made. It would clear things up, but that's a topic for another day. At the end of the day, we're just trying to establish that we need more black and white decision-making options. Yeah, that is the main point. And we do think that two yellows leading to an orange card could be not the end game in terms of the solution, but maybe a middle ground. Um, so like almost like a stepping stone to something even more greater or even, you know, something greater or something even perfect in the near future to really take this refereeing controversy out of the game. And I mean, we don't we don't want games decided by inconsistencies from the referees that's that's really the idea behind it um similar to what we said in the last episode we don't want games decided by loss of focus or you know loss of or fatigue we want games decided by quality and it's it's in that similar idea or that line of concept that we're discussing this today. Right. So final take, I guess I would say is how are we, what's our ideal look on the implementation of this? Having taken all of this into consideration and also please leave comments of any ideas or ways that you think that 
we could implement this better. Um, unfortunately, we're not doing this live at the moment, so we're going to have our final say um, as to how we think is best implemented. You leave comments, tell us if you think that we're right, or not necessarily right, but if you th agree with us, if you disagree, if you have any other better ideas of implementation, or if you think this is just a stupid idea, then let us know that as well. My, I, I'm going to just say, leave this with this. Um, we're not going to, I'm not going to say the extreme case of every follows a yellow, but what really bugs me as a, just a football fan is when teams stop the opposition on from on that's who's on a counter with some obvious fouls that are not going, that the player's not going for the ball. Their sole mission is to stop the counter attack. And we can get into this further even more. Um, it, it's going to come down the line. But for now, my suggestion will be that uh, any types of those fouls, uh, are, it's, it's an automatic yellow, no matter what, if you're on a yellow or not already, uh, and you get sent off with an orange card. At least for a period of time. Yes, orange card being 10, 15 minute sent off. Yeah, I would, I would, I would say yes. That would be my 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 take on the best implementation. Would probably be the same. I think orange card should be a time limit thing. I think determining the time though will be the difficult part. I don't think it should be too long. Um, but the thing is, can teams just easily see that out? Because maybe it would be it would be advantageous to take the yellow. Sorry, take the orange card in this in this position. And let's say you're Man City. You're just gonna keep the ball the whole time for if it's fifteen minutes. You'll just keep the ball for fifteen minutes if it's against whoever, like Watford or Norwich or somebody. So maybe it might not even make any any big big issue. Um, but then you know, a player could could they keep getting an orange card after that? Yeah. Okay. That's that's a whole new level. I guess if you get if you get two oranges, you have to be you have to be gone. That means yeah. you did two, three, four yellow card worthy fouls in a game. Yeah. It has to be orange. If you get the orange, then you can't commit another yellow card tackle after that. You're basically what would be essentially on a yellow or like what is in today's terms on a yellow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess what we're saying is that we're giving players more restrictions, but then as well, a little more freedom because restriction in a sense that they can't, just commit fouls after fouls after fouls. But also, even if they do, they still have one last chance to come back and really kind of change your act, you know, finish the game out, not commit any more fouls. So it is interesting that it, this could give, you know, this could restrict, but also give also the players more freedom. Yeah. I don't even want to say freedom. I want to say they're given a chance to make amends. Redemption, yeah. That's the word. Yeah. So, I mean, that's to me what it comes down to. Giving, I, I, think, I think that's really what we're getting at at the beginning. We, it's just so harsh that when the player gets sent off, that's it, done. There's no revival. It's like, dead, done. No, yeah. no chance to redeem the mistake. And I guess you could argue that in football in general, you know, you make a mistake, back pass, no chance to redeem. Um, I think that's just so different because we're looking that that's a mistake in the game, whereas opposed to 
we're looking at just the sheer level of competition that these guys are going through. They're, they're genuinely going to try win the ball and they're genuinely trying to do everything they can and to get a, a non, non-redeemable punishment in this manner is so... I don't know what, what to say. I think it's just like, yeah. I think it's just, yeah, it's, it's yeah. not fair almost. Not not fair, but too harsh. It's too harsh. Yeah. The gap, like we said before, the gap between the yellow and the red is too big. Yeah. Too big to, to be what it is, you know, mm-hmm. today. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like saying one plus one is 10. It's not. Exactly. Know? Exactly. One plus one is 10, literally. That's I mean, what it feels like. Yeah. Because a red is. We're just saying it a, a ten. I mean, some people might consider it a hundred, even. So, right, just not. It's not right, you know. And these players they don't get judged the same. Jaka gets. Jaka got booked for three uh, yellow cards after he did one fall. You can go look at the stats. The man had one fall in the game, bro, and then got caught for three. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's up for another day. That's. Or maybe not. <laughs> that's going to take forever, you feel me? I'll be on here all day. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, that pretty much concludes it for today's topic. Um, let us know how you view an orange card, if it were to be implemented, how you view as the ideal scenario for an orange card. Uh, we've said that I think the 10-15 minute um off the field treatment is the ideal scenario, but you might have different ideas. Um, but again, just to reiterate, we're not saying that uh, there should be a less, uh, there should be an orange card for a less dangerous than a red tackles, if that makes sense. So, right, exactly. So, yeah, end of the time, let us know in the comments and remember to tune in for the preview show is in me yep. thanks for tuning in today as always we will see you guys on friday with the premier league preview show exciting final 9 10 games um, for the top four teams and and the relegation and the, the title race as well but yeah we'll see you there peace out peace mm-hmm.